Alright everyone, as you all know, we had a snafu with our recording from Thursday night, but luckily enough, Johnny Graham was able to jump on the phone and do some chatting with me about the NFL schedule release from Wednesday and talk a little bit about our teams and some interesting factoids about the schedule going forward. Um, we really appreciate you got your understanding and uh, hope you enjoy the show. And welcome to the Fumble Through the End Zone podcast. My name is Sean O'Connor, and with me currently is John Graham. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Doing good. We got you on the cell phone speakerphone, and we'll see how this pans out for the next little bit. Alrighty. Um, sorry, folks, for us losing what we had last night. It was definitely not our best podcast in the world, but it is going to be better than what the hell we put out now. Best we've ever done. Eric was agreeing with everything I said, everything, and I made him look like a fool most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't happen. I think our listeners know better than that. I definitely look more intelligent than he does. <laughs> but they don't see the videos, so. Oh, man. So, last night, part of what we discussed was the release of the NFL schedule that happened Wednesday night. Um, as we were talking about yesterday, obviously a lot of stuff is open to, uh, just how things end up playing out, how teams mesh, how new free agents and draft picks, uh, mesh with the rest of the team and everything else, whether there's going to be players on certain teams like Aaron Rodgers, nobody knows if he's going to be on the Packers or not, but I think what you and I can do real quick is go through at least our three team schedules and kind of give our thoughts on who, on how the, each team will do. Sure, sure. So what we'll do is we'll start with the uh, Cleveland Browns because I already have that one up. Okay. Um, and so here we go. Week one, Sunday, September 12th, 425 p.m. kickoff time. So that's probably going to be a nationally broadcasted game. Uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I'm uh, really excited for this game. I know that, you know, the underdogs, I feel like they have everything to gain and really nothing to lose this game. So, they can come out of it, you know, and not win. And that's okay because it's game one of the season. And if this is, a, you know, a preview of an AFC championship type game, then, uh... At the end of the season, it's not really going to matter what happens at the beginning of the season. The teams are going to be so vastly different at that point anyway. But if they come out there and somehow their defense looks shit hot and they just wall up the Chiefs in week one, then I think turn the entire NFL world on its head and no one's going to know what the hell to think. Fair enough. But, I don't think, but to be fair, if we're doing like, who do I think is going to win? I definitely think the Chiefs will probably win this game. I would agree with that. Yeah. All right, week two at home, 1 p.m. on Sunday, September 19th, against the Houston Texans. I think that the Texans are way too dysfunctional right now. I think the Browns should have a pretty easy win here for their home opener. 
I mean, I'm going the other way. I mean, it just makes too much sense that the Texans would come out. And no, no, no. Start 0-2. <laughs> no, but the, that's, the, the Texans are going to be the team that's, in my opinion, that's going to be looking at historic 0-17, so. Yeah, number one pick in the draft probably, and they'll ruin a quarterback. Absolutely. All right, Sunday, September 26th, 1 p.m. against... The Monsters of the Midway, the Chicago Bears. So this one is interesting to me because the Bears, like, you know, are they going to be starting Dalton? Are they going to be starting Fields? Um, I kind of, if they're starting, I don't know. I think the Browns will have this. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it could be a really exciting game if Justin Fields is in there. I agree with and that. Andy, Dalton's, Andy Dalton's beaten the Browns' ass before, so, I mean, it's not... It won't surprise me if the Bears play really strong, too. I think it all amounts to which defense plays better. Yeah, which is like a yeah. which is a no-shit statement, right? But what I mean is the two defensive fronts. Which which defensive line can cause more uh, frustration in the trenches? Right. But if, as of right now, the Browns were more of a playoff team than the Bears were last year. So, based simply off last year's results, I'm going to st- take the Browns uh, to go 2-1. Two, to one, two and one. I, I would agree with that. All right. Sunday, October 3rd, on CBS at 1 p.m., you're playing at the Minnesota Vikings. Oof. Now, we're going to get into a stretch of games in their schedule where they play the Vikings at, at Minnesota. Uh, and I believe the next game is the either the L.A. or the Arizona game. Uh, the next one's L.A., yeah. Okay. So it's, uh, I think the, the, these three games are going to be, like, one of the most challenging stretches in the Browns' schedule. Um, Minnesota, L.A., and then what was the other team after the L.A.? Uh, Ar- the Arizona. Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping that we can at least come out of this three-game stretch with two wins. Um... Minnesota plays well. I, I think people mark them off really quickly or write them off, but, uh, you know, they're formidable. But I think Kevin Stefanski is going to go back up to Minnesota and get a win there. Um, I think it would just be pretty awesome for him to be able to do this. I agree. I, I think the Browns are a better team than the Vikings. So I've t- I'm saying the Browns are 3-1 and one after four weeks. All right, we've already talked about it a little bit, but sun- uh, Sunday, October 10th, week five at the Los Angeles Chargers. Again, I think this will be a, a fun game to watch. Um, I really like uh, the Chargers. I think that they're they're a fun team to watch. But I, I think that you know going in and Baker facing the the previous year's offensive rookie of the year uh, is going to be a fun game to watch with him all fired up and thinking like, well, now I got to prove myself. I think the Browns go in and beat LA. So this is a bigger one than the Minnesota game, if you ask me, because it's in conference. Could mean more for playoff seeding later down the line if either team is good enough to be there. Um, I think the Char- this Chargers team could be formidable, and playing at home in a game that where they're trying to measure up and see how good they are, um, I think this could be a loss for the Browns. Yeah, I mean, I could see it really going either way. But I'd like to think that Baker's going to use it as that ammo like he does. 
either way, it's one of those games I wish I could go to just so I can go to L.A. and see the game. Yeah. They're, they're in the new stadium this year. Yeah, they, right? were in, they were in it last year. Oh, okay. All right. That's right. No fans last year. So this will be like the first time. I don't know. You think a fan base will show up? We'll find out. I mean, I, I mean, I think if there are Brown, if there are Browns fans in LA, they'll show up. But I don't know about yeah. if there are any. It could be like a Browns home game in LA. It's possible. I mean, a lot of teams are to have that happen. I mean, Los Angeles doesn't really have the NFL following like they did back in the day, and I think more so back in the day it was the Raiders fans than anybody else. So right. um, we will see. I think in both regards, the Rams and the. Uh, Chargers moving out there was silly, but I mean it is what it is now. But no, I, I think this could be a good game. But I, I am going to lean Chargers just for the fact that they're home, and uh, they want to prove something. Right. All right. Okay. Sun. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sunday, October seventeenth, at four o'clock, which kind of evens out the playing field uh, against the Arizona Cardinals in Cleveland. You know, this is the one where I think that the Browns can get tripped up because the last time they played Tyler Murray, you know, he, he knocked him out of the park, really. Like, he played lights out, Browns lost, um, and I think that their team has only improved. So I'm interested to see which way this one goes, but I, I can see this one being an L for the Browns. I'm in agreement uh, with the weapons that Arizona has. I mean, obviously the Browns have great weapons, but with the weapons they have, um, I think it'll be tough for the defense. Uh, Kyler Murray's very much in the same mold as a uh, Lamar Jackson, just he has a better arm. He's a bit smaller. Um, yeah. He had been previously drafted as a baseball player, so he does have a cannon. Um, he was a center fielder, I do believe. Um, so... And a high pick, like a first rounder. He wasn't some like 18th rounder like Russell Wilson who goes to spring training just to say he plays professional baseball. He actually got drafted high, got slot money, probably would be in the show or close to it at this point. So uh, he does have a cannon. Um, yeah. I think it's a close game. I'm going to give the Browns the home field advantage on this one and say that they get the win. I mean, I'm going to lean home field in anything that I think is close. So Yeah, that's, that's probably smart. I get that. All right, Thursday, October 21st, the, Bra- the first of the Browns' three... Uh, like tr- Yeah, true national televised games. Um, They're only home one, though. They're only home uh, night game. Yeah. Um, so Thursday, October 21st, against the Denver Broncos. Uh just for our fans out there, uh, one of whom who does listen, uh, your ex-wife's a Broncos fan, and your daughters do yeah. have some Broncos gear, so this could be uh, be for uh, supremacy uh, amongst your daughters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it's very it's very rare that uh, the Browns beat them, and then I hear about it from the kids. Uh, well, the Broncos beat you know. Um, I think this is the year, though, unless unless the Broncos have Aaron Rodgers at this point. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be close because the Broncos have a great defense. But I think the Browns offensively just have more firepower. 
So I think this is going to be a Browns win, and I hope it is. And I'm going to buy my kids both Browns gear. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> this one for me is all about quarterback play based off of what the Broncos have in Drew Locke and what the Bears, uh, the Browns have in Baker Mayfield. I'm going to lean towards Baker, even though we all know my feelings about Baker. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm I'm going to take the Browns here uh, over the Broncos. Uh, short week. That never really seems to suit the away team. And that would be Denver in the situation. So uh, unless they have a bye week the week prior, which I don't know. Let's check real quick. Um, let's see. Week six. No, they're coming off an in-conference, uh, in-division game against the Raiders. So, late, too. It's at 425. Um, Raiders always play the Broncos hard, too. So, I mean, it could be, like, they could be on a losing streak at that point. Yeah. So, that I, I'm leaning Cleveland that way. And that one. All right. Um, week 8 on Halloween. October 31st. Yeah. At home at 1 o'clock against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think uh, with the way Big Ben has played in recent years, he tends to get injured around this time of the season. Yeah. And then they're stuck with a guy like Mason Rudolph coming into play. And no offense to Mason, but he's not, even in Ben's old, decrepit state, he's still not as good as Ben Roethlisberger and doesn't have the experience or doesn't seem to have the, the moxie. I'm, I'm going to take uh, the Browns in this one. Um, all right. Sunday, November 7th, 1 p.m. against the Cincinnati Bengals. At the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, so I do think the Bengals are going, I think they're a sneaky team this year. Like, I think, you know, at this point, Burrow should be back. I, I, I think, I, I know that they strengthened up that line a little bit. I know that they gave him some weapons. Um, and he's good, man. Like, I don't think anyone that watched him play last year could say that he did not deserve to be picked first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I think the Browns should win this game, but I'm a little, uh, it makes me nervous with how sneaky good the Bengals could be. And this is the, their coach's third season with this team, and they do not have a good record. With this coach, so he's going to be playing now to keep his job as well, or at least coaching to keep his job. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what kind of season they have, but uh, the Browns should win this game. I mean, depending on how they start the season, he could be gone yeah. already. Yeah. That's, um, that's true. But I, I think the Browns are just a better team than the Bengals currently. Um, 
Again, just as long as Burrow doesn't have any setbacks, he should be back this time. But he's still, there's no telling how he's going to be on the field post this injury. Is he going to have a quicker, a quicker mental clock? Is he going to be uh, a bit uh, cautious? What, what, how's he going to play? Um, so without any of that information, I'm going to strictly go off who I think is the better team. So I'm going to say the Browns get a win. All right, Sunday, November 14th. This is a tough one because um, I think this team is going to be better than they were last year at the New England Patriots. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think they're going to be a lot better this year. I think it's either going to be uh, the Mac Jones show or it's going to be uh, Cam Newton, like, proves that he is the starting quarterback this year. I think, you know, they're going to be rolling at this point at week 10 or whatever, right? Yep. Um, I mean, that's usually the Patriots are rolling at this point, and, and uh, Belichick has his team exactly where he wants them. But I can see the Browns dropping this game. I think they'd either lose this one or the next one just because of what they have on the horizon after that. Um, yeah. I think they're a better team than their next opponent, and they're playing at home for the next game. I, I, I would agree, depending on how the Pats have been playing. It's hard to imagine a Bill Belichick team having another uh, mediocre season. Um, and if Cam starts out slow, I think they'll be quick to make the pull and uh, put Mac Jones in. So... Um, I think you could be facing Mac Jones in this situation. Um, Which I hope. I, I, that's what I would hope for. So, a rookie quarterback going against a, a really stout defense, and maybe he'll make some mistakes, and I'll be happy at the end of the game. Well, my thought is he has nothing to lose, so he can ball out. That's true, too. That is very true. So I think either way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the Browns a loss in this one. All right. Fair enough. Um, week uh, 11, Sunday, November 21st, at home against... The uh, the Detroit Lions and their new quarterback Jared Goff. Uh, I think the Browns should win this game. I agree. Yeah. I mean, no deep analysis on this one. I just think the Browns are a better football team. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, this will serve as a bit of a uh, I don't say tune up because you don't want to give that impression because Detroit could, depending on how things shake out in the NFC North with. The Packers, this that division could be much more interesting than I think it already will be. Um, yeah, so I don't want to just write them off, but I, I would trust your quarterback over their quarterback uh, at this point in their, their careers. Yeah, I agree. And that leads us to the following week on Sunday Night Football, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, on NBC at the uh, Baltimore Ravens, which, by the way, Currently, according to ESPN, tickets are as low as seventy-one dollars. Hint, hint, hey, hint, you might need to go, hint. Go to a game. I agree. I would not be upset. I mean, I'm not going to wear any brown stuff because that's not my team. But I could definitely load up on my ND gear and sit in the stands and be warm. So I'm, I'm. That's a great idea. Maybe we do that. I'll start looking for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I miss a huge game. Well, this is a big game for them, man. I think that. You know, the Browns play them, and then they get a bye, and then they play them again. Whereas the Ravens come off playing, who do they play right before this? I, I don't remember, but I know it's a tough opponent, and then they play the Browns, and then they play the Steelers, and then the Browns again. So the NFL really did the Browns a big favor by this 
It's a hell of a stretch for the uh, Ravens at that point. Yeah. They yeah. Pl- in week 11, they play at the Bears. Yep. Then they play you guys. Yep. Then they're at the Steelers. Then they're at the Browns. Then they're against the Packers. Jesus. That's five uh, huge games for them. Yeah, and I love it. I love every second of it. I think that the Browns and the Ravens are going to split these two games. I just don't know... Which which way it'll go? I feel like the Browns will have. I mean, the Browns are always planning for the Ravens. So, but maybe having the bye, maybe they come back and beat them the next, the second game they play. I can see the Ravens winning this game. I can see. I can see it going either way, but I think they're going to split their their series or whatever this year. Their their two games. Mhm. So, yeah. I think I think the Browns lose this one as well. Uh, tough environment playing at M&T Bank Stadium there in Baltimore. Um, yeah. It's going to be a raucous crowd. It's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Some people take that following Monday off, so people are going to be uh, getting loose in the parking lot pregame. Uh, yeah. it, it's going to be a hell of an environment, so I agree that this will probably go Baltimore's way, but I think it'll be closer than most think. Um, but my next statement definitely has to do with how football is played like you see it every season like it's hard for a team to beat a team back-to-back weeks right i mean they're not playing in back-to-back weeks but it's when you play that close together the browns have that added advantage of that bye week on week for week 13 so they can not only look at their tape from the previous week that so leading into that first game against baltimore they have all their other tape from the regular season they, they're able to see what they did at Chicago. Yeah. Game plan for that. They have their game against Baltimore, which they can evaluate and see where they went wrong, what they could have done better, this, that, and the other. They have them playing the Steelers, so they get to watch that game at home and just kind of focus in on what they're doing and everything else. So they have like four, like Eric said last night, they have four weeks of yeah. Ravens prep. Yeah. I mean, when you have that much data on a team, it's very hard not to come up with a succinct enough, in my opinion, a succinct enough game plan to where you're not capable of uh, handling that situation. So I think uh, they'll lose week, my belief is they'll lose week 12, uh, but I think it'll be closer than most people think. They'll have the bye week, maybe if there's some injuries, some guys get healed up, some guys get back, whatever the case may be. And then going into week 14, the next game, versus the Ravens at home, I think the Browns get a win there. Yeah, I, I, it's kind of the other thing Eric brought up last night was uh, if they don't, and that's really good analysis on your part, but if they don't, uh, if the Browns don't win after their bye week and they lose the you know the week before it, um, they that could be the end of their season. Like they could be down the drain from there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. So it's a big game. And they need to win at least one of them. I mean, especially because their next three games after that are against potential playoff teams. Yeah. I mean, so it makes it definitely uh, much more crucial that they get a win in one of those games. It's a lot different being nine and four than eight and five heading into your yeah. last four games of the season. I agree. I agree. I mean, from a mental standpoint, I would suggest. All right, that leads us into week 15, Sunday, December 19th. Currently, there's no time for this game. 
I think it's in that flex spot where if it's an interesting matchup, whoever is playing on Sunday Night Football could be bumped. Um, but uh, Browns versus the Raiders in Cleveland. I think Gruden is reaching his end with the Raiders. I know it was a 10-year contract, and he's only in, like, year four. Yeah. But I think the current group he has is probably starting to get to that point where they're growing tired of his shtick. And I'm not saying that he's going to get fired, but I'm saying that team could be in on the very near future of a at least a partial rebuild. Okay. So depending on where they're at at this point in the season, I think that this could be the tailspin of that. So I'm going to go with the Browns at home against the Raiders. Um, also for that game, if the uh, Sunday night matchup that, that week is the Bucks versus the, the Saints. So depending on how the Saints are playing, that could determine if that game's flexed out of there. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd be okay with the Browns uh, taking another Sunday night game, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, again, another big game in the conference, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. All right, one of two Christmas Day football games. The first one on the slate, in my opinion, the better of the two Christmas Day games. I agree. Uh, What's the other one? Tennessee. And it's uh, the Colts at the Cardinals. Of all the games that weekend that they could have put on as the other game for that weekend, Bears-Seahawks could have been good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, Bears-Seahawks and maybe... Hmm, it's not really that many good ones. Giants-Eagles. So many, yeah. I so, kind of wish this game was coming the week that the Browns are in L.A. I wish that was a Browns-Packers game so the Browns weren't at Lambeau on... Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, go to L.A. on Christmas or something. I'm fine with that. But <laughs> it is what it is. I, I uh, With this game, I definitely, I think that the, given it thought, I think the Packers will probably come away with the win in this game. But um, just because it's Lambeau Field yeah. in the winter. <clears throat> and you got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and I'm not going to assume that he's going to be gone or anything like that, so. Uh, as yeah. of right now, I'm going to say uh, Packers win that game. Right. All right. Week 17. Used to be the last week of the season. Not anymore. Uh, Monday, January 3rd. Monday Night Football on ESPN at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I think that uh, the Browns at this point are like, we got to win now to... You know, really cement our spot. They're going to have to play their best football. I think they go in there. I think they knock the Steelers out. Um, 
I don't think they'll split a game with the Steelers this year. I think they're going to win both of them. Nice. I, I'm in agreement. I think they beat the Steelers there. I think the Steelers are already at, are already out of the playoffs, and so it uh, yeah. definitely makes it a I don't want to say easier game, but it makes it a more likely winnable game for the Browns. Agreed. All right, in the season finale, uh, depending on how the Ravens play the second half of their season, they've got an earlier bye than the Browns. They they're by week week eight, right? So. They're by weeks of five, full five weeks before the Browns' bye week. So, they're going to be limping. They'll be limping to the finish line. Very, very probable. Uh, the, the Browns have a home matchup against the Bengals for a chance to either... I think they'll be in the playoffs already at this point, the Browns, but maybe a potential to win the division on the line. Yeah. Oh, my God. they win the division, I'm buying all the T-shirts. If, if not... Yeah, if not, I would rest all the starters. Because like I said, I think they'll already be in the playoffs. You're playing for seeding at that point. We went back. To, we're back to the old format, right? Where it's just six teams. Right. So yeah, I just, think are we? All right, let me look that up. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I think they're staying with the new format. See, I like that better. The new one. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I, I hope they're staying with it. I think it means more for the. Uh, the team with the best record. I mean, I, I just yeah. think it means more to them based on yeah. having the best record and all that stuff. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Strive to get that bye week. Yeah. I think they are, though. I think they are sticking with the 17. Yeah. Oh, it will be three wild card games per conference. So they did keep it. All right, cool. I mean, I thought it was awesome. No, I, I really it like makes that. it so much better. It makes the first... Uh, Two weekends of the playoffs, so much more fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, cool. So, yeah, they could be just be playing for seeding at this point and uh, could rest all their starters if they wanted to. Yeah. And I still think they got a chance to win. Yeah. I'm going to say that they're going to be playing for the division, so they're going to be playing to win, and I'm going to give them a W. Same. And that gives the Browns a 12-5 and record on the season. started to look at the Jets schedule. Yeah. Um, the NFL schedule makers did not do the Jets any favors. No. The Jets have one primetime game, and that's a Thursday night game. Perfect. And they have another nationally televised game against the Falcons in London at 9.30. 9 in the morning? Yeah. <clears throat> And then they have a game against the Dolphins that is a to be determined time of a game. They, 
Otherwise, they play every other game at 1 p.m. on CBS or Fox. Um, okay. But the Jets' bye week is week six. Damn, early. Yeah, week six. What, what was the stat? The I think stat it was week last... five was the earliest bye week this season, right? Week six was okay. the earliest bye. Sweet. Yeah, so so Atlanta and the Jets both get week six bye week. Which is the latest in NFL history. But they didn't have 12 games after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very true. Oh, man. Right, so... So I'm going to run through the Jets' schedule very quickly because yeah. not a lot to see here. Sure. Um, all right. So the New York Jets and their yep. new 18-week NFL schedule. Mm. By the way, if you want to buy Jets tickets, now is the time because there are games that are priced very fairly throughout the country. Yeah? At Carolina, $59. Ooh. Versus Tennessee, $54. Bad. Versus the Bengals, $48. You should win that game. At the Colts, $39. Damn, you'll lose that one. At the Texans, $36. <laughs> That's two wins, buddy. At Buffalo, $38. Damn. Versus Atlanta and London, $747. Uh, <laughs> That's pounds, sir. <laughs> Week one, Sunday, September twelfth, at the Carolina Panthers at one p.m. on CBS. Yeah, I'm going win. You're going win. I'm going win. I'm saying uh, Darnold revenge game loss. He'll throw four picks. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, September nineteenth, at home against the New England Patriots at one p.m. I'm going win. Against the Patriots. Going win. You're hoping that there's all types of turmoil going on in New England. Um, I'm sorry, buddy. I gotta go lost against the Patriots. That's fine. You're gonna see a theme here in a second. Sunday, September 26th at the Denver Broncos, 4 or 5 p.m. I'm going win. All right. You know what? I agree. <laughs> Sunday, October 3rd at home against the Tennessee Titans. I'm going win. All right. Hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want me to give an honest one? Or yeah, go for it. <laughs> So, so far, uh, I think you guys have started 0-4. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I think we're 1-3. Who, who do you think that real win is coming from? I think Carolina. Okay. I, I mean, think I the team will come out fighting for, for Big Rob. Hmm. Okay. If they, if they do it right... If they do it right, I think I think they're two and two after week four. If they play up to, if they play well enough, okay. Because I think I, I think I mean, they could beat Carolina, New England. You don't know because they had so many people out last year, right? And they also brought in a billion free agents. Yes. Denver, I don't, I don't know what to think of Denver. I just don't. Like, I'm not trying to bash them or anything like that. I just don't know what they have. I uh, agree. So, no, I, I mean, you could be totally right. That's a, that's the crazy thing about the the Jets this year is, uh, they've gotten weapons. They had a good draft. They, you know, uh, their their new quarterback. He could come out and be, you know, a gunslinger and be awesome. I mean, they got, they got. Some defensive players uh, in free agency. 
the coach is defensive minded, so the defense will be clicking a bit more. The offense is going to be run by uh, Le- the Packers' brother, the other Lafleur. Uh, so I just think it could be. I think they got another. The left side of their offensive line is going to be stout with uh, Mackay Becton and Elijah Vera Tucker. I just think. I'm not saying they're going to go to the playoffs. I'm saying they could surprise people early in the season. Sure. Um, all right. Week five versus the Falcons in London. I don't trust the Falcons. I'm going win. I honestly think this could be a win for the Jets. I agree. All I right. don't trust the Falcons either. By week, week six. Win. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Jets can't lose the bye week this year. Um, <laughs> Unless some players like, I'm leaving. Yeah. All right, week seven. At the New England Patriots. Done with the Patriots by week seven. That's pretty nice. I'm going lost. But I think this will probably be a loss, right? I agree. Halloween, 1 o'clock on, ES- on, on CBS at home against the Bengals. I'm going win. Yeah, I think that's a well. Like I said earlier, Bengals, I think, are going to be tricky. So I'll say this is a toss-up right here. That's fair. All right. Thursday night, November 4th, their only primetime football game. At the Indianapolis Colts and their new quarterback, Carson Wentz. I don't trust Wentz. Neither do I. I don't think he's going to do them any favors in Indy. Um, You know, people are predicting that, you know, they could actually win their division this year. I don't see it. Uh, I think the Jets will put up a good fight in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets sneak in a win here uh, in prime time. Yeah. But also, I, I think Indy will probably just eke it out. I agree. I think Indy wins. Yeah. All right, week 10, Sunday, November 14th at 1 o'clock against the Bills. I'm going loss. Bills, I'll go loss as well. Week 11 against the Miami Dolphins at home, 1 p.m. I'm going to say they're going to sneak a win against the, the Dolphins. Uh, I don't know. I mean, so with the Dolphins, they have Tua. Who's their backup down there? I don't even know. I have no idea. I think through the first 10 weeks, uh, the Dolphins are going to realize they don't want Tua anymore. Yeah. They have a tough schedule, the Dolphins, this year. Like, I don't know what where they rank, but... When I was looking at their schedule, like their first ten games, it's going to be really tough for Tua. Um, he doesn't have a good arm, and he is a small guy, and he's always getting injured. Like they could be on a backup quarterback, so I could see the Jets getting a win here, depending on their quarterback situation. Like, yeah. I mean, they have a good offensive line. The Dolphins. They have a good tight end. They have good receivers, and their running backs are solid. But their starting quarterback is Tua, and their backup is Jacoby Brissett. All right. Now, Jacoby's not bad, though, either. But he's I'd just never got... Probably. He's never gotten a real chance outside of those couple games in New England and in Indianapolis. So, like, we don't he, know. He didn't play bad in Indy, I, you know, surprisingly. But, so... I think they take... I think they could take one of two against the Dolphins, so I'm going to say it's this yeah. one. I almost think if Jacoby's in, the Dolphins will get the win yep. over Tua. <laughs> That's bad to say. That's fine. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, Sunday, November 28th, at the Houston Texans. I'm going win. I think that's a win. 
Sunday, December 5th against the Eagles. At home. The Jets are at home against the Eagles. At home. Eagles have always played them tough. Always. It doesn't matter yeah. when they play them. Um, I just... Is Jalen Hurts going to be starting for them? I mean, Foles could be back at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to the Super Bowl. I'll say the Jets lose to them. It's fine. I don't know. I think that's a toss-up, too. Yeah. I really do. All right. Sunday, December 12th, week 14, versus the New Orleans Saints at home. I mean, you know, if you listen to your schedule like this, you guys, like, have some legit chances. Yeah. Because I don't think the Saints are going to be as good as people think either. Oh, I agree, too. So, I mean, I could see this going either way, depending on how well your new quarterback plays and how the defense does. Jameis will probably be starting. He's going to be throwing interceptions. Mm-hmm. And you got a defensive-minded coach that's going to put his guys in a spot to capitalize. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I could see this being a win for the Jets, too. And I think it'll shock a lot of people. I put down a win, so there's okay. that. Uh, Sunday, December 19th at the Dolphins. I'm going to go loss, but again, depending on how things play out earlier in the season, could be a win. Yeah, I mean, Dolphins could come out and be amazing this year, too. So they could sweep them here, like, or they could lose both games to the Dolphins or split. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Jets spend three weeks playing Florida football teams, by the way. They play them December 19th. Then December 26th, the Jacksonville Jaguars and Sunshine Ronnie Bass come mm-hmm. to play at the Meadowlands. Oof. I think you guys could beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. So do I. Yeah. I think the ja- I, I think the Jaguars will be lucky to get like four wins this year. It'll be interesting. Yeah. <coughs> All right. Sunday, January 2nd, against the, new, uh, the, the Tampa Bay Patriots. <laughs> Loss. I agree. And then to finish out the season, Sunday, January 9th, against the Buff- at the Buffalo Bills, I'm going loss. Another loss. So what do you got their record at? That's what? One, two, three. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I got them at eight and nine. That's way too high. <laughs> I could see between six and eight wins for them if yeah. we're being optimistic. Yeah, in the lower end, I could see, you know, a 5-7 to seven win season. Yeah. Um, I think 9 is their, their ceiling. Yeah. And you never know. They can come out and surprise people. Yep. All right. So, they had a good draft. They did. And they had a good uh, free agency. So, I mean, and I like that coaching hire. Yep, I know when the Browns hired Stefanski, it was between Sayla and Stefanski was their final two candidates. Mm-hmm. And I would have been just fine with either one. I was very happy with this hire, so I'm hoping yeah. it pans out. Usually coaches yeah. usually coaches and quarterbacks don't work out too well for me when I want them. So. Right. <laughs> All right. Very true. Now let's move on to the Bears. A lot of people like the Bears right now. They got... Four primetime games and a Thanksgiving Day game. So mm-hmm. you're going to get to see a lot of the Bears on TV this season. Right. So, all right, and, week one. And, and we got to point out, too, they're like, they've got like the fourth hardest strength of schedule as well. Oh, is it that high? 
it, they have a really tough schedule this year. I was just kind of scanning it and it looked pretty rough, but uh, yeah. let's see. Uh, I, got, I pulled up the article on CBS.com. The Bears have the third high, toughest schedule. Third, okay, third. Yeah. Their, their third. opponent's combined record last year was 149, 122, and 1 for a 550 winning percentage. Wow, okay. When you compare, compare that to our teams, the Browns uh, have the ninth toughest schedule with the teams they played last year having an overall 518 winning percentage. And the Jets have are tied for the 19th toughest schedule with uh, their opponents having a combined 489 winning percentage. Yeah. Okay. But here we go. Let's do it. Week one, Sunday night football at the Los Angeles Rams and their quarterback that they know so well, Matthew Stafford. So if it's Andy Dalton starting, Vice Fields, it could be a completely different season for them. My thought is there's no way Fields is not starting the season. Okay, so we're going to assume Fields is starting. Yeah, at least for me. Well, then I think his opening game against the Rams defense, they're going to probably start 0-1. Here's, I don't watch a lot of Rams football only because it's the NFC West and I, honest to God, couldn't care less. Um, it just, I don't, I don't have any stake in any of the teams in that division or really care. Mm-hmm. Outside of Aaron Donald, are they really that good on defense at this point? Well, I mean, yeah, that is a good point because they did lose a lot of their defense because of their uh, cap situation. Yeah. I know the Browns got two of their uh, secondary players, which are really good. Um, Yeah, I mean, it'll be... I mean, obviously they still have Jalen Ramsey as well, but I mean... Yeah. Unless they've got somebody that I'm not thinking of on that defensive line, I would just double up on fucking Aaron Donald all game long. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Bears could... Bears are a good team. I mean, they were they were a playoff team last year, and yeah. they improved. They had a good draft as well. But okay, I'm gonna say that's an L the first game. But uh, I'll see what you say. I, I'm giving them the win just because I I, I uh, Matt Nagy's coaching. Uh, I'm gonna say L because okay. at the Rams, I think they're pretty equal, but. Like I said earlier, I'll give the home team the, the advantage in that situation. Um, week two, uh, Sunday, September nineteenth, against at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a win. I agree. Okay. All right, week three, at the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I already said I think the Browns are going to get the win here. I'm treating this the same way I treated the Rams game. I think they're pretty evenly matched up, but I'm just going to give the Browns the, the nod because they're the uh, home team. So. Sounds good. Week four against the at home against the Detroit Lions. They should beat the Lions. I agree. Um, week five at the Las Vegas Raiders. Oof, that should be a good game. 
Um, I think it's going to be close. And if we're going by your home field advantage, I'd probably give it to the Raiders here. See, I think the Bears are a better put-together football team. Okay. Well, and yeah, you've already mentioned you think that uh, Gruden could be here retooling the team soon. So, I just think Derek Carr or Daniel Carr or whatever the fuck, I don't know, uh, four-door car, whatever his name is, he, uh, I think Justin Fields will be better than him. So, like, I'm, I'm based on quarterback play, and I'm going to lean towards the Bears on that one. Yeah. Week six at home against the Green Bay Packers. And again, assuming everybody's where they're supposed to be, according to contracts, Aaron Rodgers will be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna probably gonna go Packers. I agree. Yeah. Alright. Week seven at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'd probably give it to the Bucks. If they have the same defense they had last year, they're going to be swarming all over that field. Didn't Rookie. didn't we'll the uh, Bears beat the Bucks last year? The Bears beat the Bucks. I think they did. Maybe. I don't know. I think that uh, the Bucks turned it on though those last like few weeks leading up to the playoffs. And I, I, I you know, if they keep their foot on the gas, they're going to be <coughs> formidable. The Bears did beat the Bucks last year, twenty to nineteen. All right, we could have a good game on our hands then. I'm, I'm. Oh, you know what? I'll take the Bears too. There. Yeah, I'm taking the Bears in an upset. Yeah. Quote that unquote fun. upset. Um. So, oh, sorry. Uh, week eight, Halloween, at home against the 49ers. Against the Niners, Halloween. So now, you know, I, I wonder, is Garoppolo going to be starting? Is he going to be hurt? Yeah. Are they going to, you know, is Lance going to be playing at this point? Um, it'd be really fun to see uh, Lance versus Fields game. Yeah. Um, if, if Fields is starting from the beginning and it's, they bring Lance in, I mean, I could see the Bears beating the Niners. So could I. I won't be surprised. I think that'll be a win. Especially playing at home, early yeah. game, uh, 49ers traveling. Yep. Um, I want to see who the 49ers are playing the week prior. Okay. Uh, they're playing at home against the Colts on Sunday night football. So not only are they playing two hours, the body clock is going to be two hours earlier. Mm-hmm. They're also have, they also have to play a late game the prior week. Yeah, that'll be rough. I, I'm going to give it to the Bears. I think so, too. All right. The Bears' second primetime game, Week 9, at the Pittsburgh Steelers. God, I would love for the Bears to beat the Steelers here. And you know what? I think that they are a much better put-together team. I don't think the, the Steelers have done much to help themselves. Uh, in the offseason at all. I think that they got a good running back now, but they don't have any offensive linemen that are going to open up holes for them, and I think the Bears are going to run over the Steelers. Yeah. <clears throat> and not only that, the week prior, the Steelers are playing the Browns, so they could be uh, deflated if they take oh, a loss there. Oh, God. I'm so. loving this. 
All right, we can. The Bears are by. Okay. And then week 11, they play at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Oh. So, man, they play at home against the Ravens. I think the Ravens are, are a better team, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I see the Bears probably losing at home to the Ravens. I agree with that. Yeah. All righty. Week 12. Thanksgiving Day, early game at the Detroit Lions. I think they can go in and beat the Lions. Easy. I do too. I think Eric's going to be settling down in the second half after maybe maybe getting a piece of pie after having already had lunch. <laughs> He'll probably be complaining and saying they're going to drool. They're going to screw it up. But he, he, he will be having maybe some pumpkin pie. I don't know if he's a pumpkin pie kind of a guy, but... Uh, Reminds me more of a pecan pie kind of guy. That, that's fair. Um, you know, I'm going for that Hershey's chocolate swirl pie. That's just me, but... Ooh, that sounds delicious. I'll do that. Thanksgiving, I'll eat any pie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Hold on a second. Shadi's calling me. Okay. All right, hold on. All right, so we got them beating the Detroit you're, Lions. You're recording still, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, we got them beating the Detroit Lions, so... Again, pumpkin pie. Uh, <clears throat> yep. He might fall asleep in the fourth quarter of that game, depending on what the score is looking like. That's okay. If it's a if it's a close game, maybe not. But hopefully, he is resting and feeling good and full and able to take a nap because the Bears have it so comfortably. Yeah. Looking forward to that sandwich that comes oh, before the night game. Next day, next day sandwich. Dude, I have a sandwich that night. That night. I mean, yeah, you kind of have to, but the next day one is yeah. the best sandwich. I toast some bread. I oh. I put some uh, turkey stuffing. Yeah. A little touch of mayo. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll put a little cranberry sauce in it. I don't do the cranberry sauce, but I I, I know other people do. I, I get it, but me I'm yeah. I keep if it pretty I, simple. If I have a green bean casserole leftovers, mm-hmm. I'll even put a little of that on a sandwich. I go with mac and cheese on the side. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be so, good. But. Fantastic. All right, where are we at? Where are we at? I don't know. Well, I'm hungry. Uh, Sunday, December 15th, at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Mm, I think this will be a tough matchup. I think they're pretty even. I think the weather's going to be a problem for the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, it's at home, so I'm going to give it to the Bears. I'm, I'm going Bears, too. All right, next, the next week, Sunday, December 12th, Sunday Night Football at the Green Bay Packers. Man. It would be awesome for them to, to beat the Packers on Sunday Night Football, but I think the Packers are rolling by this point. If Rodgers is playing and playing good, I, I think the Packers probably win. I agree. Yeah. All right, the following Monday night, back-to-back Primetime games. Uh, week 15, Monday night, against the Minnesota Vikings at home. They should be able to beat the Vikings, I'd say. I agree. Yeah. I call that a win. Yeah, I do too. All right, week 16, Sunday, December 26th, at the Seattle Seahawks. Sorry, Eric, but I think the Seahawks are going to get the W here. I, I already wrote down the L myself. I agree. Yeah. All right, week seventeen at home against the New York Football Giants. 
for the Bears. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to the rest of my family out there that are Giants fans, but I'm going Bears on that one. <laughs> um, I just I, I don't think the Giants are as good as the Bears uh, currently, so we'll see how they're playing. But right now, based on what I've seen, what I think, I'm going uh, Bears. Yeah. And then Sunday, January 9th, at Minnesota. <clears throat> Minnesota, I think they'll sweep the Vikings. I, th- I think they will get a win here. I, they have a habit of splitting with Minnesota. Yeah, but I think at this point they're playing to get into the playoffs. Actually, See, they might not be. They may be comfortably in the playoffs, depending on how many wins we just gave them. I have them at 10 and 6, 10 and six going into this game. Uh, yeah, they're probably playing to get... I don't know, man. Um, I think they could be playing for seeding. I mean, that's what I think. If if Aaron Rodgers is with the Packers, which, like I said, that's I'm I'm assuming that for this exercise. Same, same. I think the Packers win the division, so they're going to be a wild card no matter what. So they're just playing for positioning, and if it doesn't matter that much to them, as long as they're not going to the Packers, Mm -hmm. I think that they will play. I don't know if they're resting people, but I don't think they're going to be as... Put people in harm's way. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could agree with that. Yeah, let's give it to Minnesota here. Um, I, I, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, so I've got them at 10 and 7. Okay. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, one thing I did, I don't know if you want me to do this or not, but I did find two articles uh, that I could just fly through really quick because... We talked about our teams, uh, but with the schedule coming out, um, there was two articles, uh, C- CBS, and it, like sports page. Uh, but one of them is, is written by, um, what's his name? Cody Benjamin came out May 13th. And he, it's basically just, with the schedule release, who are the biggest winners, who are the biggest losers? Okay. Uh, so they have here the ones that the schedule helped the most, biggest winners. Dallas Cowboys, um, and basically it's just saying that uh, they have an opener against the Bucks, which isn't going to be easy, but after that, eight straight teams who missed the playoffs in 2020. Hmm. Um, they'll have Dak back, uh, and I think it, I mean, it just kind of looks like they can really get on a roll early in this season and kind of put their division is not good anyway. They can really put it away, so... Uh, the second team that this is a good schedule for, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it says the early slate is tough with the Browns, Ravens, Chargers, and Bills are four of the first five opponents. Mm-hmm. But after that, um, <clears throat> let's see. It says it's the latter stages that really benefit them. Here's their lineup. After a Week 12 bye, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, Broncos. So that's like them just cruising into the postseason, playing easy teams. That could very easily be six wins. Yeah, in a row. Yep. Um, so New England Patriots, they don't rest until a week 14 bye, but seven of their first nine games are against non-playoff teams from 2020. Hmm. Um, I think that it says uh, whether it's Cam Newton or Mac Jones, the Pats aren't likely to cruise back to title contention overnight, but at least their schedule isn't daunting out of the gate. Yeah. And then the last one that's really helped, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh Uh, Their first half is quite tough, it says, but an opener in Atlanta 
or after an opener in Atlanta, they've got the 49ers, Cowboys, Chiefs, Panthers, and Bucks. They could easily be two and four, or even one and five. But then comes relief. They don't get on a plane after week ten. They never play a team coming off a bye, and their last six games are against either the Jets or NFC East rivals. Yep. So, they have, here's who it hurt the most. They got so for their last one, two, three, four, five, six games at the Giants, at the Jets, home against Washington, home against the Giants. At Washington, and then home against Dallas. Man, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so here's who it hurt the most. The Baltimore Ravens, number one. Okay. Uh, it says they've got a fine blend of home and road matchups, but there's a killer stretch right after their first week eight bye, which also forces them to play ten straight to close the year. After a home game against the Vikings in Week 9, they've got five of their next seven on the road, including showdowns with Miami, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. Yep. Um, the Bears. So it says Andy Dalton in primetime against the Rams in Week 1. Tough. Not a single stretch of back-to-back home games. Tougher. And listen to this midseason slog between Week 6 and 11. Packers, Bucks, 49ers, Steelers, Ravens. Even if Justin Fields is under center by then, Chicago won't necessarily have a smooth path back to the playoffs. So, you know, I guess that did hurt them. But, yeah, I did. That was one thing about their schedule. <coughs> they, they never have a stretch where they're home. It, it, their season is literally away, home, away, home, away, home the entire season. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, that, that, that's brutal. All right. Uh, it hurts the Vegas Raiders. Their opening slate, Ravens, Steelers, Dolphins, Chargers, Bears. Uh, they could be starting one or four or two or three, two and three. Uh, the back half isn't any prettier with two Chiefs games in a week. 14 through 18 stretch that goes Chiefs, Browns, Broncos, Colts, Chargers. That is pretty rough. <laughs> and then the last team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, and man. it says they may be all in on this year for Ben. But the home stretch looks awfully daunting for a playoff run. A week seven bye means they'll have 11 straight to finish the season. And from week 11 on, they're up against the Chargers, Bengals, Ravens, Vikings, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. That's, that's, that's one heck of a journey to a potential postseason trip. And they're playing four preseason games when a lot of other teams are only playing three. Yeah, dude, I saw that's crazy. I didn't even know there were preseason games this year. Yeah. They have the uh, Hall of Fame game on my birthday, August 5th. Okay. Still uh, three months of shopping time left for those fans out there. Um, yeah, they got... That sucks. <laughs> Steelers fans, man, that's tough. Yeah, that's... The, you know what? They've had such a great ride for so long that I'm okay. <laughs> so, uh, and then this other article is an uh, article by... Um, came out two hours ago on the 14th here, Jason LaConforna. Um, basically, it's just after LaConforna, however you say it, after the uh, draft and after the schedule release, he just picks who he thinks is going to win each division. Okay. So I'll just tell you who he thinks, and then you can tell me what you think about his thoughts. Okay. So AFC East, with a confidence level of 9.0, he's picking the Buffalo Bills. Okay. 
I mean, I don't know if any of the other teams really have a leg to stand on with fighting that right now. I mean, I think the Bills are the team that's got the most consistency, currently has the best quarterback of any of the four teams in the division, has a solid defense, has weapons. I think he's right on that. All right. Uh, In the AFC West, with a confidence level of 9.5, Kansas City. They've been to three straight, or they've been to two straight Super Bowls, three straight AFC Championship games, and again, not a lot of. Uh, they've had some changeover on the offensive line. Yeah. But other than that, I think the team is pretty much stuck together. Uh, until they're knocked off, I agree with them. Okay. I agree. Uh, AFC South, confidence level of 7.0. He's picking the Indianapolis Colts. I think it's hard. I think it's hard to say that when you've still got the Tennessee Titans playing at a high level. I agree. Um, and plus, all all they've—I mean—they added some stuff, but I mean, their biggest add is Carson Wentz, and I'm sorry, I don't think Carson Wentz is better than Philip Rivers. No, I don't either. I think it's definitely—I think the Titans win this division. I agree. All right, in the AFC North, at the confidence level of 6.0, he's picking the Cleveland Browns. I mean, we've already discussed that, but I, I think the Browns have a, have a shot. I mean... It's them or the Ravens. I yeah, I, I agree with that. It's either them or the Ravens, and it, it comes down to that three-week stretch where they play each other twice. So, yeah. I mean, I, I my confidence level isn't quite a 6.0. It's probably a, a, a 5.0 on a scale of 10, so 50-50 that it's the Browns or the Ravens. I would agree with you. Um, all right, NFC East, and he's picking this team with a confidence level of 6.5, the Washington football team. And the reasoning is because it's they're, it's a quirky uh, division, but the big difference is the Washington football team's defense. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, mean, I would too. Dallas is interesting. Because Dak's back, but again, like Burrow, like is he going to be a bit gun shy to run after the ankle injury? Is he going to be able to live up to that contract that he was given post ankle injury? Is uh, their defense going to be able to compete? That's kind of been the the biggest sticking point for them in the past few seasons. Um, Washington has a pretty locked down defense, pretty solid defense. Um, they played the Bucks. That the, the Bucks' toughest game in the playoffs was against that team. So uh, yeah. I, I think that uh, I think it's an interesting pick. Uh, I mean, my confidence level will be a little bit lower than that, but uh, I mean, it's either them or the Giants. I mean, them or the Cowboys, in my opinion. I, I would lean Washington as the defending champs. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so for the NFC West... With a confidence level of five point zero 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 one, he picks the Los Angeles Rams. I disagree. And bas- basically, he's saying Russell Wilson keeps Seattle in the conversation. 49ers, he thinks they could have a QB carousel going on, and he thinks the Cardinals are just a little too inconsistent. I still think it's Seattle's division to win. I would agree with you. I think, I, you know, and I won't be surprised if the Niners just come out and crush it this year. The Niners have one of the better defenses of the four teams in that division. I mean, their, their biggest issue last year was the injuries um, on the defensive side of the football. Yeah. I, I, 
I mean, granted, I'm used to watching the Rams through the lens of Jared Goff, but, I mean, if you've seen Matthew Stafford with incredible offenses, and he's had big seasons, but he's also had guys that have made big plays. The Rams have fantastic receivers, but there's no Megatron on that team, is there, that I'm missing? No, not that I can think of. I mean, I think the Rams will be in playoff contention. I'm not saying that they're not a good football team. I'm just saying I'm going to stick with the guy that's been the NFL MVP, that's been a Super Bowl winner, a Super, uh, Super Bowl MVP. I'm going to stick with Russell Wilson. Right. Cool. All right, NFC South with a confidence level of 9.75, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, you can't go against them. I mean, yeah, I, not with everyone else in their division either. They have the best quarterback. They have one of the better defenses. They have some of the best weapons. I mean, they are aging. And we'll see what that run last year does to them this year as far as how their bodies respond. But, I mean, you've got Darnold as the predictive starter in Carolina. Mm -hmm. You've got Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill or Ian Book as the starter in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. I have no confidence there. Uh, you got Matt Ryan and an aging, crummy Atlanta Falcons team. With, that may or may not have Julio Jones. Nobody knows, but he also can't stay fucking healthy. So, yeah, it has to be Tampa Bay. I don't see who could beat him. Uh, and then finally, NFC North with a confidence level of 1.2. He's picking the Green Bay Packers because he doesn't know if number 12 is going to stay with the Packers. This is why this article's stupid to write in May. Um <laughs> I mean, it is. It's a stupid article. Like, we're having these discussions, but we're a couple schmucks on a podcast that nobody listens right. to. Um, all 25 of you out there, you're not nobody. I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, not a lot of people listen. Um, right. But as we were going through the schedules for our team and some of the other things, and the Packers came up, you have to assume Rodgers is going to be there. Until something right. changes, you have to assume he'll be there. So if right. he's going to be there, they're winning the division. I agree. So, and you said that earlier, too. So, I mean, there's no... I know they're trying to get clicks. I know that their job is to write shit in order to, you know, generate views and yada, 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 all that stuff. But to say, oh, I'm being cheeky here because I don't know if Rogers is, you know, going to be there or not, is just, like, lazy writing to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And he even says, he's, he's like, I'm being cheeky here. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he knows. He knows. He's being, uh, but, um, but yeah, man, I, I think that uh, it's interesting. I'm excited for the season. I wish it was here now because now it's going to be like a long summer of no football. But at least you got your Knicks and you got your Mets and you got your Islanders all in the playoffs. Well, at least not the Mets, but they're doing good. Yes. And, uh. Yeah, I got some things I'll keep my interest. Yeah, so you have stuff to keep up with. Uh, is there anything you want to say about him not being on the podcast due to my uh, uh, technical error? Yeah, good riddance. <laughs> 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 uh, that's great. I, I figured I'd set that up for you since... Uh... Thanks, buddy. Good riddance. Man, people listen to you talking about... Your Chicago teams and your White Sox and I don't know. <laughs> Currently the best team in baseball right now, the Chicago White <laughs> yeah. Sox. So a tip of a cap to, of the cap to him for that. But all right. Oh no, I miss Eric. We 
had fun last night. No, I we look, did. You know, I always enjoy talking to you guys. It's the highlight of my week. So. I mean, last night was was a good chat. We had some good stuff. I was looking forward to editing it because. <laughs> the worst part was, man, we got done. I think it was. Uh, what time was it? Like eleven. About a quarter till, yeah. And uh, I got upstairs and I was like, okay, I gotta be up at three <laughs> thirty. Uh, so I need to get some sleep. And then you know how, like, when you know you have to get up, but you're not going to get much sleep, it's so hard to fall asleep. Yep. And then I just laid there and, like, tossed and turned. And then I was like, maybe if I read for, like, five minutes. And I was at a point where, like, I can't take any medicine to sleep because I might not wake up something. <laughs> and then I woke up, and the alarm was going off, and it was 3.30, and I was just like, well, this day is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it because we recorded a good show. And then I saw your text when I walked out of work, and I was like, well, I'm going to burn his house down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not your fault, man. This shit happens. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we got a chance to talk, though. All right. Well, I appreciate it, buddy. I'll talk to you later on this weekend. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right, bye.